Computer. It's recording to my computer. It's still recording to your computer. It's still just sitting in my sinuses. Oh. I'd like to propose a toast. Welcome to Wines and Dolls, a podcast where Chelsea and Emily wine and talk about musicals. Welcome. Wine is a devil on time drop. For everybody's reference, Emily um, swallowed an onion the wrong way or some chicken. It was chicken and an onion that was like in, it was the top of my pho. And I like sat, I like, I took a bite of it. And then as I was like swallowing it, I also squatted to go and put it like the rest of it in the fridge. And it like caused an a reaction of it going back up the esophagus, but not all the way. So now it's like sitting between my nose and my mouth in my yeah. senses. Fuck yep. that. Fuck. Uh, 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 it's funny. It's funny. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, Emily. What are we doing today? Uh, I'm pretty sure that comes later, but okay. No, so, no. Okay. Sometimes <laughs> you say, oh, we're covering this. I was like, we stopped to the beginning part and we're like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Hey, welcome to Wines and Dolls, a podcast where we talk about musicals. And sometimes I fight with Chelsea. Well, that's not sometimes. It's definitely all the time. We're like an fight old with married you. couple. We're an old married couple at this point. I'm like, Sorry, James. damn it, Emily, why are you eating food while you're telling us a story? Fuck. While Chelsea's putting on her makeup and continues to put herself on mute and reacts with like nodding her head but or I with like a thumbs up. But on done. our, you, you did that. I go, right? Yeah, and yeah. you just nod your head on our podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we have one job. I to know. be heard, not to be seen. Heard. Hey, no, Chelsea. we should also be seen because, you know. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, Emily. Hey, Emily. Hey, Emily. What are you drinking? Emily. Um, the tears of my enemies. Hmm. But also, it's it's cold brew. I'm drinking some cold brew because I've got a gig later that involves children so i can't drink alcohol but i guarantee you i will have alcohol later tonight emily hey chelsea emily what are you yeah. drinking what I'm are you drinking drink, i'm drinking the vietnamese cold brew from our coffee from last week delightful i know and i think that contributed to my whole like chicken situation oh because you're like shaky now and like it made the pho just go blah, 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 into your face. No, I think it's just a lot of acid. Oh, that's it. I haven't yeah. had that much of it. Like, I've, it was full-ish. It was, like, here, I think. And now it's only, like, an inch down. That's enough to make me jittery. I know. And it's melting, so I feel pretty it's good about it. world. I keep moving where I'm well, looking at you. So now this is you, and these are my words. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> Which is better, I guess, than like the last one where they were opposite. Yeah, I guess so. So like you're looking over here for your words. Yeah. And okay. I realized like the angle just didn't work with how I was doing. I think I'm going to have, now that you're not here, I think I'm going to go on the other side of my table. Oh, okay. What's funny though, angle. what's really funny to me though, is like when you're looking at me on this Zoom recording right now, it looks like you're just like side-eyeing me because you're looking off. You're like, Ugh. So not interested in what Chelsea has to say, which could be true. Absolutely true. 
I hope I hope when I download this, it puts you on my right side so that like I side eye you. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Watch me like completely be the opposite. That would be so I would. It would do that. Would. I'm gonna mute myself like, for two seconds. Okay, keep talking. Oh, my turn. Um, you didn't ask me what I was drinking, so I'm I'm kind of at a loss here. Hey, Emily. Talk about, oh wait, oh I did say what I was drinking. Never mind. It's just yeah, you did. Hey Chelsea. Hey Emily. What are you whining about? So this episode comes out next Thursday. Two Thursdays. Two Thursdays. <sighs> next, like a week from Thursday. So I'm going to okay. give you the date because I feel like you're going to say something that you might regret if it comes out too early. This comes no, out on come the, out the 20, on the March 3rd. March 3rd. Okay. That's plenty of time. Technically that's two weeks, but I'm giving more. We'll see what happens. I put in, so today is February 18th and I put in my notice at HGO with my supervisor and uh, I, I put in my notice yesterday. She cried. I cried. It was a crying time. Um, and I, I have yet to tell her supervisor, who is our director, who's been the person championing me doing accessibility work. I have yet to tell her. I'm going to tell her on Monday. Um, but I've been given an opportunity to partner with Kara at Dreamland Entertainment and to assist her in her business and building up that princess business. And it may be really, really strange to some people that I would do this, but I would just want to be a full-time princess. So that's what I'm doing. Anyway, that's my sparkling wine for today. And I get more gigs. So I'm going to start DJing, stilt walking more, doing all of the princessy gigs. So yeah, I'm excited. I want to stilt walk. That sounds fun. You want to learn? Eventually, I was going to, but um, then I couldn't. And so hopefully, hopefully in a little bit, I can't, later in the year. We can teach you. There's actually um, an opportunity for you that I'll tell you about later that I'm really excited about around Halloween. Um, But still walking, I think I actually know what it is because I I think think Karen and I have been talking about it for like five years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I can teach you how to still walk. Well, hey, Emily... Hey, Chelsea. What are you whining about? I thought you would never ask, truly. I know. I really wasn't going to. I forgot. <laughs> uh, um, I, what am I whining about? The giving partner. It's okay. <laughs> I, I was going to whine about, uh, so one, I now have to wear glasses at night. Oh, no. So that's, well, it's, I was already having, like, it's fine. Like, I have a very, very low prescription but I was just, I was seeing massive glares and these make it so it's a little less glary at night. Okay. Um, so I'm looking, and they also have blue light filters. So I'm looking at them right now and I meant to put them on and I forgot. And that's why I'm having trouble like reading my screen too. So she said this should help with your dyslexia. And I'm like, okay. Do you find that the blue glass, like blue light filter glasses help you? These do. And I think they also, I think these are helping because I have blue light filter glasses, but. Like the cheap ones on Amazon? Were, no, I mean, I have those too. I have some nice ones too, but um, I think with them, with the, with the, that, the blue light filter being accompanied by a distance lens, 
that I now have, it is helping. Okay. Because I'm not straining my eyes to try and see my screen as much. So. Cool. Yeah. Anyways. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, Emily. What is the title of today's episode? Wait, that's your job. You're supposed to tell me. It's 137 Drunk Ghost, the musical part two. Aha! <laughs> I noticed when you uploaded Christmas Carol, you didn't put the number. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think it is actually 138, but I'll check later. No, I did put the number. Yes, yeah, you put it down in like the setting oh, of the episode, uh, but not in the title. I didn't realize because I never upload things. I know. Sorry. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. It, We're talking and about. No, I went back and looked at what number it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be like. Well, fuck, 35. I know. I know. I said it. I was like, fuck, I don't actually remember what it is. We're in the. Oh, yeah, it's. Did you fix it? Because it is now 135. I added it. Okay, yeah. It was 135. So this is going to be episode 137. And after okay, this so what call, do we do when we get to, 50, to like 150? I feel like there has to be little things. Or are we waiting until we get to 200 to celebrate? Let's do let's do a tiny celebration at 150 and then a big celebration at 200. Okay. 150 um, uh, moments of dolls. Oh, we don't have to do it right now. At <laughs> 200, maybe we'll already have like a, a live show prepared. Maybe. That might I'm be really it. excited to hear the synopsis of Ghost and then compare it to the movie. I'm very excited because this is one it. of the movies I grew up watching. Mm, this explains a lot. <gasps> In Somebody's the 80s and 90s. It was 90s. You ready to go? I'm ready. Okay. Act, act one. Um, I forgot to name it. Which called it? Oh, you know what? I'm going to name it. I forgot ah. Sam was a banker. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's what I'm going to name it. Uh, so the musical. He's a banker. I know you forgot too. I did. I didn't know that. Exactly. Because it's just a hot guy in a shirt that's half unbuttoned. That's literally oh, okay. my, when I'm trying uh-huh. to describe Sam. I was like, he loves Molly and he's a hot guy in a shirt that's half buttoned. Okay, I don't know. No, that's not his occupation. His occupation is he's a banker. His so, occupation is hot guy with shirt. With shirt half buttoned. He's Fabio. Uh, mm. <laughs> so Sam is actually a banker. Okay, so the musical starts with Sam Wheat and his longtime <laughs> girlfriend, Molly Jensen, moving <laughs> into a loft apartment in Brooklyn together. Wow. He's got to oh. be a banker because she's a sculptor. So we know where the money's come from. Though it could come from her. It's good. They don't really talk about it. This is not like a Molly-centric musical. No, it's really no, it's well, not. It's really not. Okay, so Sam again is a banker. Molly is a sculptor, and they have a friend with them uh, who I'm going to talk about in a minute. But first, the the two of them enter this apartment, and they're walking around in the dark in this apartment with flashlights while Molly gushes about this new apartment. So it's literally just three figures but two of them have flashlights being sam and molly and as the song moves along the loft uh, begins to illuminate showing sam and molly singing to each other in skin tight white shirts and pics of them flooding the scrim 
Yes, they are behind a scrim. So it's all hazy behind the photos being projected in the shadow of what uh, appears to be going on is reflecting their stage movements of them dancing, to be clear. Okay. But uh, the song ends really with a projection of, I guess, from the film where they're having sex. And they are on the couch nearly having sex. When their friend who came in with them, Carl, walks in. Oh, Carl. <laughs> uh, and by the time Carl walks in, the whole the loft is completely illuminated. And clearly they had done some work on the, the loft throughout the song. It's a lot of work. Yeah, exactly. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> so their friend, their friend is Carl Bruner. And he's introduced as one of Sam's coworkers. Uh, and he has come over to help them settle in. I think they did that on their own. <laughs> uh, side note, um, I had to so I had to keep checking to see if this musical was a jukebox musical because the songs were like the song here right now, it sounded like another song. And then um a later song that's gonna come up, it sounded like a different song, but I think it was just the composer's style who have because he's worked with so many different people. Have you named the song yet? Here right now. It's called Here Right Now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I missed that. I was like waiting for it. I'm taking time notes. Shit. All right. Oh, maybe I fucked up. But it's here right now. This is all happening in the song here right now. Everything we're dreaming of is coming through if we step up and only let it go. I haven't already said it. It's here right now. I'm pretty sure you did. I just was like, <laughs> here right now. Yeah, what's it called? Okay. I am saying it here right now. We are here and right now. Yeah. <laughs> I might not have said it. Okay, so Carl <laughs> is there. The song ends, Carl's there, and he's sitting on the couch. Uh, and he is clearly an awkward third wheel. And he's helping them move uh, sculptures that Molly has done and such. And he, so he goes and sits on the couch next to Molly then Sam and Molly start making out while Carl has his arm around Molly, so he kind of slinks off the couch very awkwardly. Why would you make out in front of your friends? Well, okay, like, have you ever been a third wheel? Yeah. Exactly. Um, so <laughs> it happens. You don't really think about it. So the three of them seem to be a quite uh, tight-knit group, with Molly and Sam being very much in love. Uh, however, Sam clearly shies away from the word love with Molly because Molly goes, mm, I love you. And he goes, Ditto. <laughs> which makes Molly uncomfortable. Uh, and she will like, so Carl has left at this point and she starts to say something to Sam about like the whole sharing emotions, but she stops herself because Sam has, uh, has distracted her with a rendition of unchained melody. Time can do so much Are you Still mad Cause I need Your love Which I believe is in the film it is. So he's playing the guitar and he's like, I love you, la, 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 uh, singing Unchained Melody. And then they have, I'm assuming sex. 
because the projection is again film like the film is on the scram with is this the part with the pottery no because that's yet. like when, that's when they play unchained melody okay nope right. nope not I, yet not I yet. know that's later i know no, that's later. not yet not yet god way to ruin it <laughs> So, so yeah so um they're just kind of like laying back on the couch and the scream is projecting a sex scene more or less from the film um a lot of caressing so the scene I, changed, they, like, I, I know they have a school version of this and i, I doubt they do the projections probably not yeah so the projections have a whole underscoring so they probably just cut all the underscoring to the projection while because honestly when the projection is taking over the stage there, mm-hmm. there isn't really much movement behind the scrim. Gotcha. It's like they start and then they end, and the projection does all the shit in the middle. Mm-hmm. So in this case, though, uh, the scene is actually changing with projection pro- projections on these flats that pretty much make up the three uh, three walls of the stage. Got it. And so it's like a box, and there's business professionals uh, dancing in the song more. This is what uh, was talked about in the review from last week, saying that the scenes are choppy and have like robotic dancers during scene changes that that stops the flow of the whole musical. Interesting. That's what this is. Um, like that that works for some musicals, but apparently not this one. Well, there's no action. The only point of this is to transition the scenes, and there's so many scene changes. It's just kind of like frustrating. You remember how in noir. Uh, there was like that one set, but then they would just change the the projections in the background mm-hmm. to indicate what was happening outside. Yeah, that may it was those kinds of projections, but in noir it was made more subtly than what's happening here. Gotcha. Okay, um, if that makes sense, I know that yeah, probably yeah. isn't to the people who have not seen it, <laughs> which is back in New York, I think, in workshop. Um, so they're doing more. And the, I will say it's kind of cool because they have every. It's very gray and white, and then in the projections, there's cut out shadows of the people doing the motion, motions, but they are projections. They're not actual cut out shadows, um, or like shadows being made. If that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So at work, Sam stands in an elevator with everyone, and Carl comes in and admits he has a very contagious cold. And that he shouldn't be at work, but has to be there and proceeds to cough and sneeze on everyone. Fucking Carl. Guess this Carl. was in the 90s and not 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, do you not see what's happening here? Um, and Carl then all, caused COVID. Yeah, he was, he was patient zero. Um, all the while, the flats uh, projections continue to change to match like where they are and what they're doing. So like when the elevator door opened, the flats opened, and then the projection changed. And that kind of utility will happen again so i do think that's cool in the realm of the set um so sam notices so they're all at work and sam noticed that there's some discrepancies with several accounts and carl's like we'll let it go and he's like i'm unwilling to let it go and so he was supposed to he was going to go and look more into it um and it was going to make him late to a date with molly that evening and this is all still in the song more. Eventually, uh, he does confide in Carl with this discovery. And Carl says uh, that he'll actually keep those discrepancies a secret, but promises to investigate them himself so Sam can keep his date with Molly. How nice. 
What a what nice, a nice third guy. Wheel. Yeah. What a nice mm. third wheel. Right? But or- Rory has confided in him about these discrepancies. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Now Carl knows. So, and- but only Carl knows. Carl and Sam know. Was it? Fuck. So Sam thinks Simony leaves to meet Molly at a little restaurant, which has like a little table with a checker. It, like the um the tablecloth that's in Lady in the Tramp, the red and white checkered one. Aww. Like circle with a wine bottle with a candle in it. You know, that's- it's simple. And the reason I say that is because this restaurant will come back and as well as these set pieces. Okay. Um, so he meets up with Molly and Molly com- and Sam compliments Molly and how talented she is and saying, you're a very talented sculptor to which she responds, marry me. Whoa. We yeah. just jumped. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, and so Sam of course also jumped and Molly, cause Molly has just asked him to marry her. And then she, Molly ends up asking why Sam never tells her that he loves her. In the song, Three Little Words. I see it in your eyes, I know it's in your heart. There are no secrets there, no lies. Still when we're apart, I get this fear and I need to hear. I love you. I love you here in my life. And everything about us is right. When you find it, there's no reason to hide from those three Let's go. Throughout the song, though, um, Sam assures Molly that he does say that he loves her, just not using words, um, because he prefers to say it through his actions. Uh, um, um, no. And so she's just saying, I just want to hear it sometimes. Um, but he says, he's, he's like, I say it with my eyes. Like, por que no los dos? Why can't I, you just right. say it? And show it, motherfucker. Right. I mean, to be fair, or to be honest, not fair, because no, he needs to just fucking say it. A little wimp. But to be honest, him be like, I say it with my eyes. Okay. And like, it, he, it was it was kind of sexy, but also Sam's whole role is a uh, sexy, sexy guy in a white shirt, half buttoned down, remember? <laughs> his career. That's his job. That's his, his job. So. <laughs> um, so you're not being sexy enough in that white shirt. I'm going to need you to sex it up just a little more. Thank you. <laughs> but you're a banker. But mm. you're a banker, remember. Yeah. You're also kind of smart who finds discrepancies and accounts. You're a good accountant. That, that no one else in this, all these like jungle, like all these people in this corporate jungle have not found. But you did, and you're a sexy guy in a white shirt. Mm. Half button. Sexy though. and smart. Mm. <laughs> and emotionally stunted. Exactly. Or what my family says, constipated. Oh, emotionally constipated. <laughs> so Aww. Molly tells him that she'd like to still hear it every now and again and every day. But his reply, his reply about his actions does reassure her. However, as soon as like they are pretty much wrapping the song up, they are approached by an armed man who tries to steal Sam's wallet. <gasps> like, Sam, I can't remember if he said, just go ahead and take the wallet, or if he said, like, here is the wallet, or, like, go ahead and take the wallet, or if he was trying to keep the wallet. But ultimately, he does try to fight off this guy instead of just surrendering everything. And the two struggle for the gun. 
The gun goes off and Sam is shot, but then he runs after the robber who what runs off stage. But Molly's oh crying out for help with a body on the ground. Oh, we wait, and Sam, we and Sam find out that he's now a ghost. Wait, wait, wait. How, how do they do that? How do they stage that? So Molly was like beside, beside the shooter. Like trying, trying to warm them off, but they were up against uh, where the, so there was a table and then there's a uh, kind of a platform with, I think, a curtain because they were up against the railing of that. So they were staged right at the table where the guy ran left, eventually downstage left. So what I think happened is Sam like hit the ground. Uh, Molly covered up the entrance of a new guy dressed like him. The robber had their back to the stage, so it was also covering it up. And then when the robber ran off and Sam ran off, I think the other guy uh, was revealed the rest of the way. Damn, yeah. that's smooth. Mm-hmm. It was it was smooth because I was just like, but there is a body over there. So either it was either it was like a like a mannequin, or mm-hmm. it was another actor. Um, because as soon as we find out that he's a ghost, um. Everything starts moving. Uh, and there's this black projection. There's a black background with projected lights, like showering lights around him. Um, and that was his indication to move on. But if he moved on at this point to his wherever he was going, uh, we wouldn't have a musical. Right. Okay. Done. <laughs> totally. Bye. So uh, all of those like reviewers, maybe that's not a bad thing. Well, we wouldn't have the movie either. And you have to have that pottery scene. That's true. That is iconic. Yeah. So Sam is a ghost, right? And he ends up staying behind with Molly instead of following the the light because he's unable to leave Molly. And he follows her all the way to the hospital. And it's funny because he's not with his body at this point. They're in the the hospital lobby. Like he's waiting to find out the news of himself in the operation room. Where he uh, he is suddenly coined as the new guy by the hospital ghost. <gasps> this is the guy that I'm excited to hear about. Well, here's the thing. It turns out that I don't know. I cannot remember his new song because it changed on Broadway. So the song that I do have is the song he sings called Ball of Wax. It goes something like this. Kind of works for me. So the new song, you would, I would have to go and find it. Um, oh, okay. A, a okay. bootleg of it. To, That's cool. We don't, we yeah, don't need that. Exactly. But. The original song, though, from the cast, the Broadway or the West End cast recording is "Ball of Wax." So we've met the hospital ghost, and the song takes place in the lobby. So Sam feels trapped, and he's struggling to reach out to Molly in the song "I Can't Breathe."
the scene transitions back to the apartment and Carl is trying to help Molly clear out some of Sam's old stuff. Oh, how soon is this? She's like, ah, I mean, I, a transition of scene. I mean, they had sex and like moved around the apartment and moved in all in one song. So that's true. Things happen at rapid pace. (laughs) (laughs) My boyfriend, maybe fiance is dead. All right, let's move his shit out. Uh, Yeah, no, I think it was probably a little bit of time, but Carl, so he's Carl's helping Molly out, but she's clearly hesitant to let things go. Um, and what she doesn't realize is that Sam is actually in the room because he's ghost a ghost. Sam. So ghost. ghost Sam. I'm not going to call him ghost Sam throughout the whole of this. I think we can Sexy ghost Sam. We can understand that Sam is a ghost from here on out. No, I think we need to be specific. It's sexy ghost Sam. Sex, sexy ghost Sam who's a banker. <laughs> well, I guess at this point now he's just his occupation he's is a ghost. ghost. <laughs> <laughs> no, sexy ghost. He's a sexy ghost. That With is his a occupation. white shirt that's half, un- <laughs> half unbuttoned. He's still a half unbuttoned. Yes. <laughs> Actually, when he's turned into a ghost, they did a good job with lighting. I can see why they won the award. So uh, from here on out, Sam is lit with a blue light from the back. That's cool. So it turns his white shirt kind of a, like a, a blue, like a ghost. He looks like... Are the other, other ghosts are lit like that as well? Mm-hmm. Or is yeah. it just them? Oh, okay, okay. All the ghosts are lit like that throughout the show. And like, but it's hard. I mean, it's really hard to tell. But mm-hmm. like I don't I was watching um their Tony performance and uh the light that's when I realized the light was coming from behind. That's where I really found it because there's spots, there's follow tracks on all three characters at one point. But mm. and so Casey and and or Carl and Molly both have a yellow light and Sam has the blue light. That's so cool. It's neat. It's neat. Um, but I don't know how lights work. I don't know how they work. There's some technology to them with filters and whatever filter they used. It didn't not turn his shirt neon. Okay. So that's good. That's, that's good. Good. Good for you. Lighting people light. That's my friend's a lighting person. And she was like, Oh, if I put purple and green together, it makes, it makes pink or something. And I'm like, what? Interesting. (laughs) It was like some two random colors that made pink or green or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just so you know. Um, so, Oh, I went too far down. Okay. So Carl's helping Molly clear out and she's hesitant to let things go. So Sam's in the apartment with them because he's unable to move on himself. And Jesus Christ, Carl is such a fucking bitch. Uh, Because at one point, Carl, Carl, yeah. So at one point, Molly's like, it's just hard. I don't want to let like, it's just hard. It's just hard. And Carl pretty much goes, you're not the one who died. Wow. Carly, Molly slapped the shit out of him. Good. He deserves Immediately. it. Immediately. And I was like, good. God, fuck. He's such what a sick fucking asshole. So when she's alone, so Carl's now left and Molly's alone, the man that had killed Sam sneaks in and begins to ransack the place uh, while Molly is upstairs, which is forcing Sam into a panic that he'll end up hurting her too. And so um, this, this is all happening during a bunch of backing tracks. It's just a lot of backy tracks. And yeah. Sam manages to spook the man and he flees. Oh. So needing to know who he is, being the man who was trying to ransack the place and obviously his killer, Sam pushes himself through the front door with great effort and follows the man all the way back to his apartment. Okay. The ghost effects. They mentioned it in the, in the reviews and I watched it before I read the reviews. And at this point I was like, the ghost effects are actually pretty cool because they're using this scrim. So they mm-hmm. project, they're projecting what is on the other side of the scrim. They're projecting the set on the scrim. 
so that when he's like trying to get through or or putting himself like through an uh the door it really does look like his body is disappearing into the door and coming out the other side oh that's fucking cool yeah it was cool i need to like see this i i am having a hard time visualizing it but i need to see it that's really cool for you I'll send it to you later. Send it to me later. Yeah. Um, so what he finds out by following this man and gets his apartment um, number, who gets his address, uh, he finds out this man's name is Willie Lopez. Willie. And he eventually goes back for what he was looking for. Or that he would eventually go back and for what he was looking for. Willie being the one who was going to go back and find something. Sorry, I was my brain it stopped communicating it's okay um, right. so scene change woohoo with the projections and the dances yay the robotic dances <laughs> mm, mm. which i'm like i i do i don't mind the dances but the musical just because it's so clunky you know what it's like it's like diana diana the okay. musical has like kind of clunky dances that pop up a lot right mm-hmm like that it's just there's a lot what was good about diana is they didn't try and change the scenes as much like they don't have like actual scene changes it just changes scene and then we're there where this is like they're moving sets and they're moving shit all over the place and they're doing this purely to move the actors from one place to another and they're long you know i think i've only seen it work once when they do something like that and it was in american in paris that that worked very well. It's like a dance musical. And it works, honestly. I like it. I like to see this kind of action in plays. Okay. Where the only movement thing that we see, and the only um, production company I know who does that is the one for uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, like, I think it's like some, from Scotland. And they do it really well. Anyways. So, projections, dancers. Um, but the reason for them is that they're going to the, the subway. So uh, Sam's using like human transportation as he would as if he were alive. So I never really think about that. I always just imagine ghosts just popping up where they want to go. But he's having like walk the streets and go down the subway and like take the escalator. Um, So he, uh, he gets on the train and then the train ghost pushes him off the train. <laughs> what a little bitch. Come on, uh, train ghost. So he ends up, Sam ends up getting back on the train. And this is where, remember how I talked about the elevator earlier in the projections? Mm-hmm. The train, like the projections are, um, they're horizontal on the stage, right? So the train was being projected of like going by and then it stopped and the elevator doors opened like the subway doors were opening. So it gets on and then gets thrown off and then so sam goes back on and all the electricity starts to get fucked and the train projection turns so now we're looking at the train head on as if it's perpendicular to the audience um but the actors haven't moved Mm -hmm. so the train's moving um so we get the shot from the front of the train ghost and sam fighting and bickering um, with the scrim and the projection, because that uh, at that point the scrim, I think it's come down. They projected on the scrim to cause a depth, and yeah. then very suddenly the uh, projection rotates back with the doors being open. It's cool. It was cool. I liked it. <laughs> so my mic going in and out. I'm just not making noises right now. No, you're I'm fine. Mess up this recording. So where was Sam going? He was going to seek out a psychic named Oda May Brown. 
who Ooh. seems to be a total fraud in the song Are You a Believer? If you really want to reach up there, you can yell, you can cry, you can shout. You gotta cast out your doubt. Are you a believer? Are you ready? Are you ready to believe? <laughs> this song is kind of like a precursor to her later song in Act Two. She comes out, uh, there's that table we had talked about the, at the uh, restaurant. Pretty much it's the same table. It just doesn't have the tablecloth. It's in the same spot. And we use the elevator doors that now don't have a projection. And how we meet her is Sam is like down left, kind of watching everything. But there's what looks like a widow, a widow in there. It's a woman with like a black shawl who's older. Yeah. And she's standing next to this table. And there's this huge colorful entrance uh, for this client while Sam is watching. Literally, Oda has backup dancers with her. And Oda is wearing this rainbow tie-dye robe. And it's all flowy. And she's just, and they're running around. She's like, I'm having a vision. The backup dancers are like, oh, I'm fanning her. Um, so So that's why we're like, she looks like she's a fraud. She's putting on this big show and looks like a fraud. But... By some miracle, she actually hears Sam. And he's like giving her shit about being a fraud. (laughs) No, no, because he actually needs her. Uh, So he convinces her to go talk to Molly on his behalf. And the way that (laughs) the way this is happening is by singing 10,000 bottles of beer on the wall obnoxiously. Uh. (laughs) That's not a real song that's in the musical. It's just what they do. Um, That was not written by by Stewart and and Ballard. In the Can meantime, I what? Interject about about this real quick. Sure. Like in the in the movie, like I remember this scene so well because I'm like, it's so funny. And what if it would this ever actually happened? I know Oda May like has a, a lineage of her grandmother and her mother. They all have the sight. They all had you know a way to to communicate with the dead. She just has never like experienced it. So, but she's putting on the act anyway. And then while she's talking to this this elderly woman, Sam is like, oh my God, this is such bullshit. And she's like, who said that? Mm-hmm. And he's like, wait, you can hear me? And she's like, who is talking right now? This is, who just said bullshit? He's who like, oh my God, it? you can hear me. And then he like continues on with it. So I love, I love, and then yeah, the 10,000 bottles of beer. Anyway, it's just, it's just a funny scene. I like it. It's ridiculous is what it is. It is. It is. Um. Anyways. Yes, thank you for that. <laughs> I got a weird text and I was like, what the fuck is this? While you're talking. Oh, you know what it is, actually? And this is so funny. I wonder if maybe they are not doing this because of Six, the musical, but the song he actually sings in the movie is uh, Henry VIII. <laughs> I'm Henry VIII, I am. Henry VIII, I am, I am. Oh, that's funny. No, I don't remember that happening. Maybe because of Six. That's really funny, actually. <laughs> Okay, in the meantime, Molly is grieving and not taking the loss very well in the song that you probably know and is probably sung by every person who is auditioning for Alphaba mm-hmm. with you. I keep thinking that you'll be calm. Everyone says that it's home in my head and I can't accept it yet. I'm not ready to just give in. I know that I can't leave. These feelings of regret I can't comprehend this 
such a good song. I've so she's at the at, apartment. That's great. I, it just seems like a very, uh, my friend who, who played the Wicked tour auditions said that every other person who came to audition sang Monster from Frozen, which was also Casey Levi. <laughs> <laughs> so I imagine this song was also very popular. But yes, it's a very, God, it's a good song. Um, it's and it's not just that it's pretty. It's got a lot of emotions of highs and lows of what you would experience going through grief when you lose somebody. It's it's interesting. It's a really interesting arc of a song. I love it's it. Not, I, mean, I don't think, I think Casey, I don't know if it's her technique, but it's one of those songs where I'm like, I, you could probably sing it and not have to shrout at any time. That's why I sing it. It's very... It's very technique friendly. It's very technique friendly. And it sits in a nice middle to low place. It doesn't actually get all that high. Yeah. Like it makes it makes it so you can sound more impressive than like yeah. more it's like we're doing less, but it's giving a better like a bigger impact than having to oh, all your I, voice. I love doing less. That's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> so uh so she ends up getting a visit from Oda May, who is on the street. I'm like, here's just another scene that's kind of like, can she have just put her at the door? Um, she's on the street and she's like looking up to Molly's window, who's looking down. So it's like a garage projection. Oh, she has Oda to be May. on the street. She has to be on the street. That's in the movie. She well, has to yeah, buzz- I guess they have to make it like for oh, the buzzer. Yeah, that makes sense. I was just like, oh, why is there another goddamn scene that they have to create? <laughs> and they created it with the projections. Um, so sure. She's on buzzer. She's buzzing in and Molly is yelling outside or at her window. So Sam is beside Oda May at this time. We can see him and Molly is extremely hesitant to believe that Oda May is hearing her dead, dead lover. Um, but then Oda May ends up parroting some of the things only Sam would know because Sam's saying it and then she's repeating it up to Molly. So eventually she does come around and agrees to listen. And there's a transition from the street to the apartment door. Does she say ditto to her? I don't remember. Maybe. I think, I think it's in the movie. But yeah, sure. She probably did. Because it sounds like literally, because I haven't seen the movie, it was very, from what I could tell and what I was reading, it mm-hmm. seemed like it was pretty verbatim, the movie. Yeah. In okay. musical form. Yeah. Ugh. Um, so when she gets up to the apartment, um, through Oda May, Sam tells Molly that he was set up murdered and that she needs to go to the police at the word police. Oda May bails as soon as she hears it. Oh shit. What we're going to find out. Cause I know the suspense is going to kill you. <laughs> We're doing ghost. Uh, um, she has a she has a like a crime record. Oh wait, how does did I miss it? How did how did Sam find out that he was set up to be murdered? He I followed was- Willie to his apartment. Oh, okay, okay, beginning. okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah after he ransacked the house. Gotcha. Um. Okay, so Molly goes to I put Kark. I'm pretty sure I meant to say Carl. Carl. The next scene we see is Molly meeting Carl at the restaurant where Molly and Sam were leaving when Sam was shot. Uh, oh, So we're just back around again. And so Molly takes this information to Carl, telling 
so she confides in Carl that um, Sam was set up and, or that some like he was murdered and gives Carl the address to Willie Lopez that she had gotten through Oda May. Do we need to stop trusting Carl? Is that what you're about to tell me? No. No. Okay. No, that's not we what I'm saying. Confiding. We stop confiding in Carl. Okay. Right. So right. information to Carl. Um, mm-hmm. including who the psychic is and how Sam is still here. And Carl tells her that it's crazy, but promises to check it out. Hmm, second time he's been promises to check something out. Don't trust Carl. So she gives him the address and Sam sits by to listen. And there is a little duet between Carl and Molly. Um, and he keeps saying when it's over, it's over. And she's saying, just believe. Uh, and it's to the underscoring. I couldn't tell where this song ended and began. Gan, but I think it's an intro to the next song. Um, so she goes to the police being Molly and Carl goes straight to Willie's place where a distraught Sam discovers the truth in that his murder to hide uh, Carl's financials misdeeds was what happened. It was I'm Carl sure. behind the setup. Carl! And as Molly swears to suspend all disbelief, a drunken Carl wanders the streets trying to convince himself it was not his fault that his best friend died. In the song, Suspend My Disbelief, I Had a Life. Hey, Jesus, what are you going to tell him? Some storefront psychic's been getting messages from the dead? Carl, I know. I know it suspend my it. disbelief. Stop it. Stop it. This is sick. It's really sick. Suspend my This woman's disbelief. a joke. Look at you. You got to let go. Suspend when it's over, it's over. I know you're here. None of it's real. It must be. You've got to hear. I know it's part of the deal. Thus ending Act One. Okay, act two, we're back. What you gonna call it? Which we didn't really leave. Um, what am I going to call it? Are you gonna call, gonna call it? it? What's your suggestion? I don't know. I was gonna make something up and just pull it straight up out of my ass, and I I have nothing. You don't have never mind. That's gross. Spirited uh, away. No, uh, let's do here the, for the booze. no 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 the evil spread ripoff. Oh, there we go. Hey, so at the pool, watch that. I, will, I, I can, did I, watch it. I watched it once because it made me uncomfortable because I know both of them. You're welcome. And actually, <laughs> I can post this video later to our just Instagram. just post that scene. I will. I can't just. Well, I got. I got to go download it again. Okay. Anyway, it's great. We did a parody on on it, but with potatoes and mashed potatoes all over. Or you did ghosts do a parody of y'all? I think um, that was in the 90s, Emily. But if we're talking about time traveler and Mandela effect, oh, maybe shit, they saw you right. do it. Ooh, and they were and like, they went back and did brilliant. it. And then but, now you, your narrative but, changed. But except with potatoes and mashed potatoes, could, could we do it with like clay? Because she's a sculptor. And let's make him a woman and her a man. Here for it. Let's make her Patrick Swayze. Done. <laughs> and 
that's all right. That's good. Let's do this. Like, I right. watched that scene. Yeah. I go, I thought, I thought it was potatoes. <laughs> um, weird. <laughs> mm, Mandela effect. Oh, I miss Emily. Or, I, lo- I love me right Emma. now. That was really clever. No, not you. I mean, Emma. Sorry. I said Emily and I'm in. I know. I was like, Emma's <laughs> the one who did it. I did not do that. Uh, okay. So at the police station, it's revealed that Oda May has quite the criminal record, thus her being freaked out by the word police. And oh. Molly, of course, is now like, I had a criminal in my house. Um, and so she leaves with the knowledge that the psychic is a fraud and she loses hope, much to Sam's dismay, because he's just following her everywhere. In the song, Rain Slash Hold On. None of it's real. It's part of the deal. I'm with you, right beside you. Peace of my love. Oh, that's not the song, but it makes me laugh. Uh, so Molly, her anger starts to sit in. And so she is trying to let it out by doing some pottery as the radio plays. Suddenly she hears static from the radio and Molly gets up to change the station. And as she turns the dial, unchained melody is suddenly heard. Oh. <gasps> Molly quickly turns off the radio in shock. After a moment pause, she turns it back on and slowly returns to her pottery. Sam, who is watching, approaches her from behind, singing along, longing for her touch. Literally. (laughs) Sorry, I can't do this anymore. Uh, (laughs) So... So they're trying to make him look like they're like not trying to make him look like a ghost anymore at this point. The only thing they have for him is his light. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's no scram. Like he's very much there. Um, Yeah. So he just has his, his soft blue light. So just as Molly begins to get frustrated, Sam is behind her, caressing her as she's trying to make this pottery and holds her. And she feels him. We believe. And she begins to lean back when there is a knock at the door. It's Carl. God damn it, Carl. (laughs) (laughs) So literally the pottery scene is the pottery scene. Like there's no, from what I understand, there's no discrepancy from like the film. And then Carl comes and interrupts it. Molly tells Carl that he was right, that the whole thing was crazy and that she was just grasping at straws. And he assures her that it's only natural but she has to move on and then tries to make a move on her. Dude. In the song, Life Turns on a Dime. Life waiting for you. I don't know what's real and- 
But as we can tell from this entire, like the entirety of the show is Carl kind of sucks, including trying to make a move on our frontier. It was unsuccessful, but but it pissed Sam off and he manages to break something, uh, leaving Molly flustered and she ends up asking Carl to leave. Get out, Carl. So Sam's been struggling with his little ghost powers now, but when he gets mad, he like, he somehow makes it work. It's kind of like America in uh, Doctor Strange in the multiverse. She like mm-hmm. can open up portals when she's mad. Um, but then she learns to control it and becomes a superpower human. Okay, I'm gonna tell you something. I can't. I don't want you to judge me. I've, I've never seen Doctor Strange. I'm not going to judge you because it was it won for like horror, but it would have lost in superhero. Or okay. action. Yeah. If that helps you out. Like, I feel like I'd like it, though. It's like cheesy horror film, bad oh. action film. I would definitely like it, then. Yeah. You should watch <laughs> it. It's on Disney+. Plus. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll go watch it. Yeah, it's a little long. Oh, maybe, I, maybe it'll take me a while, but I'll watch it eventually. Like, I can understand why Elizabeth Olsen doesn't want to watch her own films. And sure. like, Specifically this one. She said it on Jimmy Fallon. She's just worried she'll see the first, like, Marvel's flop. But Aww. then Eternals came out and that took care of everything. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Eternals is so stupid. Where there was like a meme, it's like Eternals, you mean useless? And I'm like, ooh. Yes. See, I know you're saying Eternals, but I keep hearing the turtles or E-Turtles. And I'm like, ooh, that sounds fun. That should be the parody of to the E-Turtles. E-Turtles. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so. Okay, so. So. Yeah, powers. He's trying to use his powers. Um, he's angry. He manages to break something. Yes. Okay. So he wants to explore his little powers. So he goes back down to the subway and another ghost, the subway ghost helps him learn how to move objects in the song. Focus. You've got to focus, focus. How do you focus? No focus, focus. Fixate on the locus. Focus like a laser, a taser, a phaser, a razor. Cut across dimensions. It's about intention. What am I doing wrong? Wanna move something from over here? Take all your fear. All your longing, right and wrong and banging and gonging. And giving them all into a ball. A ball and rolling, seeming, breathing, massive intention. It's from 35mm. No. I actually don't know that one very well. I know one song because Rana sings it a lot at Broadway. Yeah. Well, that was also kind of the front so half of, of Crazy Town. So yeah. uh, 35 millimeter starts with a song with a song named Focus. So that's what it was. I sang the end of the song. All right. Um, anyways. <laughs> so do 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 do. Um, Sam with his new powers returns to Oda May to enlist her help once more. In the song, talking about a miracle. On the other side, yeah. 
there's so like the it's, you see where we're kind of getting into clunky scenes. Uh-huh. We're, no, we're like in we're in clunky scenes. Clunky scenes are happening. We're so in suddenly, clunky scene land, yeah, ma'am. So many clunky scenes. So suddenly, Oda May is a legitimate psychic. Like she can actually hear say like everybody and everybody like so she finally has tapped into her little powers and she has the ability to call on other spirits instead of resorting to fraud so mm. while sam is there willie lopez finds her and she has to run for her life because remember molly told carl that oda may the psychic had like knows all this from sam so now willie has to kill oda may Uh, Sam uses his newfound abilities to spook him and chase him away, but Willie runs in traffic and dies. Wait, did he say how he got good at his abilities? He just kept practicing? He was all in one scene in a song called Focus. Was was that just him or was the train ghost with him? It was a train ghost. Okay, cool. They were on the train. I was obviously... With a ghost... (laughs) Learning how to become a ghost. I was not focused when you talked no, about that. No, you didn't focus either. I was in a different direction. <laughs> I would have been, I would have been now we're talking about a, mu- a miracle, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so Willie is dead now because he ran into traffic because Sam has spooked him away from Oda May, and now Willie is dead. Willie being Sam's killer, being uh-huh. hired by Carl. Uh-huh. So unlike Sam... Where when Sam died, remember there was those light, that light shower? He is not offered those white lights, but uh, he's instead dragged someplace else. Uh, I remember this scene in the movie. It spooked the shit out of yeah, me. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, so it's implied that he's not going to where the light goes, the white light goes. You know, there's like somewhere the, different. <laughs> the sounds that are made by these little goblin things that come to get him. <laughs> However, Sam knows that it isn't over and he begs Otome to help him stop Carl from getting to the money in order to protect Molly. Because remember, there's that's the whole point of this musical is that there was uh, discrepancies in the accounts. So Carl's been stealing money. Mm-hmm. Um, we then see Molly trying to get her life back together and move on in the song Nothing Stops Another Day. And it seems like she's selling pieces in her furniture, her gallery, and she's apologizing to Carl for pushing him away. But Carl is anxiously awaiting a phone call and waves her off under the guise of having a busy day. What an asshole. Dick. Um, I forgive you. Fuck off. Carl, you can kindly fuck yourself. Well, because he also made a move on her. Like, I'm like, who needs Mm -hmm. to be apologizing to who here? Right. Right. So together, Sam and Oda May break into the account that Carl was extorting. And Sam, feeding her account numbers and information, um, is feeding 
uh, Odame that information, but Odame is under the guise of a woman named Rita Miller. So she's dressed as Rita Miller. And the accounts the account ends up getting closed and Sam goes to find Carl in his office who's in a panic. So moving around, moving objects around the room, Sam manages to scare Carl um, and then makes the objects move again and to make it clear that he knows what really happened. So Carl's like, oh, this has got to be the ghost that Molly was talking about. Holy shit, my friend's in here and dead. So Carl gets freaked out and tells Sam that he'll kill Molly if he doesn't leave him alone and get him the money. So you believe in ghosts now, Carl? Yeah. So Sam runs back to Oda May. And when she is handed a check for around $4 million, Oda May tries to take the money and leave the situation for good. In the song, I'm out of here. So remember I talked about her first song being like a precursor to her act two song. Uh huh. This is it. So very colorful, very flashy. It's a big effing number. So because pretty much all she's saying is I'm out of here and what she's going to use all this money for. Uh, What? Take the money. She's trying to take the money, but Sam convinces her to donate the money. Oh, I remember. Yeah. So Sam then takes her to go see Molly again uh, in order to warn her about Carl. So Sam's like schlepping this old Oda May all around town right now. At the apartment, Molly is trying to uh, to send her uh, send Oda May away, but Sam is able to walk through the door and tell Oda May the significance of the earrings Molly is wearing, as well as read a letter for Sam that Molly has inside the apartment. So after Oda May repeats these things, Molly is able to believe. Again, and she uh, lets the psychic into the apartment. She explains everything to Molly, who is clearly emotionally distraught, and Oda May even lets Sam use her body to hold Molly to comfort her. So now Molly has this uh, this psychic comforting her. <laughs> this is the first time I've, I had ever seen, like, hold on. I think this is the first time, like, anything that was close to a lesbian like love scene I had ever seen in a movie and but it wasn't because it's like they're they're holding they're they're touching each other but it's Sam like in the thing and then like it, you get pulled away from it and then it's Oda May and it's like oh 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 she, that's just being possessed okay I get it she was imagining yeah. Sam got it because Sam was doing the movement got it and this is all done in the song Unchained Melody Dance Another goddamn unchained melody. All well, right. this is also the dance that they were doing at the very, very beginning. Um, it reflects the beginning scene when they were dancing in the new apartment with all the projections. Gotcha. 
<sighs> so Carl comes into the apartment armed and frightened for his own life. He owes, why he was doing this was he owes dangerous drug dealers money and he's desperate. Oh my God. A classic. A classic. Carl. <laughs> so even though it's clear, that's why I think that was his like sickness at the beginning too. Um, so even though it's clear that he doesn't want to resort to measures of killing Molly, Carl grabs Molly and holds his gun to her, telling Sam that if he doesn't have Oda May tell him where the money is, he's going to kill her. So Molly. There's a lot of people very suddenly in this room. So then uh-huh. there's a struggle. And of the struggle, what I saw was Sam picks Carl up with his ghosty availability and some shit. And then, and then they disappear from the stage and the stage goes dark in the corner that Sam was in or that uh, Carl was in. But the lights that appear at that point are kind of like the lights that had appeared during Willie's death. So what we can assume is Carl is killed and he's being dragged away in the same way as Willie. We don't see him die? I don't remember seeing him die. He might have. I think at that point it was kind of brain dead. I'm not going to lie. He he went in a bad way in the movie. How do you go in the movie? And Sam was not responsible for his death. Like they were fighting each other and he was like ghosty fighting. And then at some point they're in this like dilapidated building. I don't, they weren't like in the apartment. They were in like a dilapidated portion of a building somewhere. And what's his face? Like Carl, like does something stupid and falls down on an open window. And then the window comes crashing down and like the glass shards, like Uh. a, a no, like go through his body and then he like sits up like he's okay but his body is there and he's looking at his dead self and then you know what um, something huh. of that like probably happened but i came to from my brain deadness <laughs> when sam was picking it like when he got randomly got picked up by a force and then dragged off stage yeah 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 i literally i love love everyone here I love wines and dolls i love but i was like this musical i'm like just be over <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it was about 30 minutes too long. The movie's so he's, fine. And he's dead. Yeah. Carl is now dead. Um, so Carl is gone and Molly is safe and the light returns for Sam. And Molly is able to see and hear him at this point while the light is showering like it did at the beginning when Sam died with the Aww. back the background, the lights shower. Like it, they look like big fat comets. Um, So the projections are showering the lights in the dark background um, and knowing that it's time for him to go, Sam says goodbye to Oda May and regretfully turns to Molly. They're able to say their goodbyes properly and Sam finally telling Molly that he loves her in the way she wanted to hear all along. In the song finale. They should have named that song Ditto. Because Why aren't you crying? I feel like you would be normally crying at this point. Because they did it wrong. Okay. Here's, you need to rewrite the show. 
going to rewrite it because in the movie, if I'm remembering correctly, she says, I love you. And he looks at her and says, or he said, oh, no, no, no. You know what? You know what? I'm incorrect. Oh, so she go, or yeah. he goes, I love you. And she says, ditto. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens. Adorable. Should, why is there not a song called ditto? Why? 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 I don't know. Talk to Stuart and Ballard. They Damn probably realized there was way too many fucking songs, including a song by a hospital ghost for some reason. It'd be like the first draft had 500 songs and Ditto uh, was one of them, but we ended up taking it out. Probably. It's much There's just like <laughs> some scenes that I'm just like, like the, the scene where the, um, the train ghost is like fighting Sam and then he goes back to the train ghost. I'm like that scene, that train ghost scene when they were fighting did not seem to be as long. I think it should have mm-hmm. just been train ghost electricity gets pushed out. Um, he comes back in and then they just get the fuck out of that scene. Yeah. Uh, cause I'm like, Ugh. and maybe like mention, Oh, I got, I got beat the shit out of me. Like train ghost beat the shit out of me or something like that. I'll talk to him you're, later. You're just really trying to stay true to the film. Like really trying to stay true to the film. Cause it is a long, it's a long scene. You also find out how the train ghost died. It was so long. I mean, like Matilda won and it did not stay true to the film. It stayed true to the book. Right, right. There's no book. I don't think there's a ghost book though. They could have done something. They do every scene verbatim. Well, thanks for covering ghost though and illuminating (laughs) us on ghost illuminating you like the blue light illuminated sexy sexy sam with the shirt you know who would you know who sexy sam would visit with the illumination and the light and everything and not the the creepy little goblins you know who they would visit i was i was gonna say the other other transition was you know who illuminates us which is shorter (laughs) much easier (laughs) i'm assuming it's our patrons no i was gonna say yes it's our patrons what were you gonna say our baristas, I mean, that's why that's, I'm here. Your baristas? Yeah, I mean, like coffee. Thank you for the coffee. Anyway, our patrons. It's our patrons. That's the off. It's our, it's our patrons. Thank you. Coffee. I don't know. I've been drinking coffee all day and I've got a lot of energy. I was like, Sam was a banker and that's what you were trying. <laughs> I was giving, I, I was trying to go out of left field. Emily, thank you. It didn't work. Anyway, thank you, patrons. We love you. You actually get to see this video. Congratulations. Our videos are working-ish because we're on Yay. Zoom. Yeah. We're going to figure out that mic of Chelsea's at some point. I will figure it out. It's going to be fine. Figure it out. We maybe I'll have to like reset the, or like restart the computer. Anyways, thank you, patrons. Uh, you can go join us in the patrons at patreon.com slash wines and dolls to support us. We appreciate it. Maybe support us uh, to make a live show. Maybe support us to get Chelsea a better mixer. Hey, <laughs> and if you would like to support us in other ways, please go ahead and press subscribe anywhere you're listening. And if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you can leave a rating, please scroll down and press the furthest star to the right and leave us a review. Tinks. Welcome. Thanks. Oh, I was saying thanks to the patrons. Oh, thanks, patrons. If you leave us a review, um, take a screenshot of it, send it to us at Wines and Dolls on Instagram or Facebook or email at winesanddolls.com and uh, we can send you a sticker or something 
Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking for them in my drawer here. I think I feel like I need to do a new order of some stuff anyways, because I think we should start a new merch store of less stuff that's also not as expensive as what it is now. I agree. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, but if you want to see our merch store that we currently have right now, you can go to winesanddolls.com and press the tab that says merch. It will uh, take you over to Zazelle. Um, if you, oh, speaking of social media, if you can follow us on social media, that would be great. You can find us at Wines and Dolls on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. But then again, you can also email us at winesanddolls at gmail.com. Uh, Chelsea is presenting a a pin to everyone who can see this, AKA on Patreon who might already have one, but if you don't let us know. Yeah. I, if you go and like, uh, give us a five-star review, I will send you a pin. I will the pins just, are cute. They're very cute. They're you like, like, like pin, not like what you write with, but like a pin that you would like wear like a, if you need some flesh. It's a plastic brooch. Um, this is wine and dolls. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, yeah, we want to hear from you. If you find it, you can email us at winesanddolls at gmail.com. Send us your listener stories if you got them. And I know you do. You have, you know, write us a story about listening to us. That's what I want. Boring. Now they're not going to do it, Chelsea. Now they're, they were so confident to do it. And now they're not. Now they're back to being self conscious. Thanks. I want actually. Actually, not to make anybody self-conscious, I really don't want to do that. But <laughs> since we just did a spooky, like, till death February, I would love to get some, like, spooky backstage hauntings. And I know you have those stories. I want more of them. Honestly, just send us a ghost story. I want that. Also, send us your Mandela Effect stories. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's appropriate for this. Absolutely. Thanks. To winesanddolls at gmail.com. And you can re- just send us a recording of you saying it into your phone. Yeah. Um, we assume if you send us an audio recording though, that you are giving us permission to go ahead and post it. And if you want to remain anonymous, put that in the email. I can scrub out your name if you happen to put it in there. Um, yep. But just let us know. Um, but send it to our email, winesanddolls.gmail.com or go to winesanddolls.com and press submit. And with that, I'm Chelsea. I'm Emily. And this has been Wines. And balls. Ta-da! 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 Ta-da!